Hello, everybody. This is Andrew Hounstein, and this is Let's Talk. Uh, since this is the first episode of Let's Talk, um, it's pretty much just a a pretty basic uh, sports sports show, uh, opinion based. Some and most some sources too. Um, my goal is to do this every single day, and hope to um, just just see what happens. You know. So, I would like to start off with the LeBron situation in Cleveland. Um, it hurts. It hurts to watch. I watched the whole game against Houston. It was terrible. And that's when I realized LeBron is not the same LeBron. Just his play style. He's missing wide open shots. He didn't used to do that. He's not driving as aggressively as he used to. He rather shoot than pass now. That's not who LeBron is. LeBron is a passer. Yeah, he has 30k plus points, but he's a passer. I think the trade deadline, I think it's tonight. It's it's coming up. The trade deadline's coming up soon. And I think if Cleveland wants to make a splash and make a make a push, they're either going to have to get Paul George, which I don't see him leaving OKC. They just started to heat up. Or they have to go out and they have to tra- just trade LeBron. They have to start over. If they're not going to make a big move to add pieces to LeBron, you got to trade LeBron. Picks, draft picks, rookies. Because LeBron's going to leave anyways. My best fits for LeBron today, I think, are going to be Houston, L.A., and the Spurs. In that order. Um... Houston is his best chance of winning a, a title. He's going to have Harden, Chris Paul. Um, he, I, I don't know really know how well he plays with them. If they get along in the locker rooms, I'm not there. But another spot is L.A. And I say L.A. because I have a feeling if LeBron goes to L.A., Paul George will go. And you have LeBron. Lonzo, second year in the NBA. With Lonzo's second year in the NBA, I think he'll be more dominant than he is this year. He'll have experience. He'll have more practice time. Plus adding LeBron and Paul George to Lonzo's team, it's efficient. And I like efficiency. Uh, let's change over to football. I mean, the Super Bowl just happened, and my team, Philly, won it all. I don't know if you know, but yeah. <laughs> um, but now everybody's talking about Nick Foles. What do you do with him? You gonna let him go? You gonna trade him? What do you think we're gonna do? What do you think Philadelphia will do? Philadelphia. 
Now look, Philadelphia, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, Torrey Smith, Alshon Jeffrey, LeGarrette Blunt, Jay Ajayi, Corey Clement, Jason Peters, Jordan Hicks comes back. Peters comes back. Wentz comes back. Who do you think they want playing at quarterback next season? Who's the best shot to win another Super Bowl next season at that captain quarterback spot? Who is it? Carson Wentz will lead this Philadelphia Eagles team to next year's Super Bowl against, once again, Tom Brady and the Patriots. And this time, Philadelphia will not be an underdog. They'll have the best defense in the league next year. They will upgrade at the corner spot and the safety spot. They'll upgrade at the wide receiver spot. And they will win back-to-back Super Bowls. Now, I did mention one person I want to talk about. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson does not get enough credit for what he has done in the past month. Two months. Three months that he's been with Philadelphia. As a head coach for two years... He took a terrible Chip Kelly system that is never going to work in the NFL. And shout out to the GM with Philly. Huge, huge moves. But Doug Peterson took that lineup and the lineup that the GM gave him and said, What can I do? What have I learned from Andy Reid in Kansas City that I can take to this team and make it ten times better than what Andy Reid was doing? And that's what he did. He out-coached, out-chessed, because football's a, a chess game, move by move. He did everything Better than Bill Belichick. And even even when he had two to four mistakes in the Super Bowl, he played that much better than Bill Belichick did and coached that much better than he did that they didn't make a difference. Now just sit there and think. How many Super Bowls did Bill Belichick win without Tom Brady? How many Super Bowls did he win at Cleveland? As long as Tom Brady has been a New England Patriot, and as long as Bill Belichick has been a New England Patriot, they've won. You know why? 
because of Tom. I'm also a a, a big baseball fan. Um, and the list of free agencies came out about a couple months ago when the season ended. And I was thinking to myself, where are they going to land? And it's shocking where have some people landed and where others will. So the list of free agencies here, list here is from number one. I, I think I only listed a few, but number one is J.D. Martinez, you Darvish, Jake Arrieta, Eric Hosmer, Lance Lynn, Alex Cobb, Morrison, Lucroy, Holland, Gomez, and Neil Walker. From that list, there's only two who aren't 30 years old. That's Eric Hosmer, and that's it. There's only one player on here that's not 30 years old. I've been looking around baseball, and I'm a Brewers fan. Got the the Big King deal and the big Yelich deal. And look at these starting pitchers. You Darvish, 31 years old. Over $100 million already on the table for him. Jake Arrieta, on and off season, only had one good year, and he's asking for almost what, 15 mil a year. Not going to happen. These old guys, especially pitchers, are going to need to settle for a little cash. They're still going to get millions a year, but not as much as they want. You know why? Because no team is going to pay a 32-year-old pitcher over $100 million so they can play one good season. Jay Garrietta, overpaid. You Darvish, you don't know what you're getting from him. I mean, Alex Cobb. And Lance Lynn might be the best pitchers for their price on this list. Just for a little perspective here. I have J.D. Martinez going back to Arizona. I have Yu Darvish going back to L.A. I have Arietta going back to the Cubs or to the Brewers, depending on his price. I have Eric Hosmer going staying with the Royals. And for Lance Lynn, Alex Cobb, Morrison, Lucroy, and Holland, I either have them staying with their team or not signing at all. And Carlos Gomez, 32 years old, center fielder, lost some speed and power, terrible average last year. I don't think anybody wants to sign him for more than a million dollars. And that's why I think he's going back to the Rangers. Now, Neil Walker, terrific season after he left the Mets. Well, half a season, should I say, when he came to the Brewers. He is 32 years old, but the Brewers need a second baseman. Jonathan Villar is not going to hold up. Yes, he's fast, but he's like a Keon Broxton. Can't hit, 
can't field. Neil Walker can do everything for a low price. He's not a pitcher, so he's probably going to play until he's around 38-40. So you got a solid four more years from the dude, at least. Sign him to a four, five-year contract. Get the extension out of the way. Maybe just a one-year contract. See what happens this year. But every guy but Eric Hosmer on this top list is above 30 years old and they're asking for way too much money. Now, if it was up to me, I would say Lucroy will go back to Colorado. Colorado does not need Holland anymore. So it's going to be interesting where Holland goes. I think he might land in St. Louis. Now, as Cobb, there was talks about him with the Brewers, the Cubs, the Rangers, L.A., with the Angels. Um, I don't. I don't have a... An idea where he's going to go. I think he's going to land with the Cubs. Uh, and Lance Lynn, I think he's going to go to Milwaukee. Maybe even Oakland. But I don't think Oakland wants those old guys around anymore. Uh, let's trail back to football here. Um, while we're talking about free agents... And trades. I know the the big talk for the past like two weeks was the Alex Smith trade. Um, I think it's a great trade. Washington hasn't had a good quarterback in forever. Uh, Kirk Cousins is average. He's not going to lead your team to a Super Bowl. And they really did upgrade. Now for Kansas City. I haven't really seen much of this Pat guy. I heard he has an amazing arm. He can throw bullets. He can throw deep. And hearing that, they could be dangerous. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, both deep threats. And if he can sling it like they, they, they talk about, they're going to be scary. Now, there is a free agent list for football. I don't know if you guys know. But I'm going to tell you what my top four guys are and what the NFL top four guys are in a little bit. All right. The NFL has listed their top four free agents in the NFL today that are available to sign with any team they want. As Kirk Cousins, number one, Jimmy Garoppolo, Number two, number three, Le'Veon Bell, and number four, Drew Brees. That's the NFL's list of the top four free agents today. On my top four, Kirk Cousins doesn't even make the list. It's disrespect to Drew Brees how you put him so low on the NFL spectrum, even though he's 39. For my top four, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, Drew Brees, Le'Veon Bell, and of course, Jarvis Landry. I put only Jimmy Garoppolo at number one, 
Not because he went 5-0 and at San Francisco, but because he's young. He had Tom Brady. He was part of that great franchise and dynasty that's now over, by the way. And I think he just has an upper hand going into San Francisco. I put Drew Brees number two. Even though he's going back to the Saints, we know he will. Because um, he's Drew Brees. In this league, he came into the league. People told him that he wasn't going to make it. He was too short, didn't have a strong enough arm. Wasn't fast, wasn't an athlete. But uh, I think he holds like seven NFL records. Le'Veon Bell, he has a bunch of, he talks a lot. Le'Veon Bell is talk, 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 talk. That's all he does. We know he's in the sign with the Steelers. He said he's going to retire if he gets in our franchise tag. But I doubt that. Who doesn't want to get paid guaranteed money to play one year in the NFL when it's over 30 mil? Um, look, if the price is right, he's in the sign, franchise tag or not. Number four, I have Jarvis Landry. I have him going to Oakland or Chicago. Uh, I said Oakland number one because of the whole, uh, Gruden and Derek Carr and the whole, uh, what'd you call, upgrade there. Um, but does Oakland have enough money for him? That's the question. He's he's Odell Beckham, but faster and costs a lot less. People often underestimate Jarvis Landry because of his the way he acts, the way... Odell Beckham is. If Odell wasn't in the league, Jarvis Landry would be the nonstop talk. Uh, I think his top choice will probably be Oakland. I don't see him going back to Miami. Um, that's just how it is. Now, back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he's going to go to he's going to go to 49ers. I think we know that. He'll have a long-term deal, probably about five to eight years couple hundred mil. And I think he will be pretty good. You know, their defense isn't terrible. Even when I watched them play without Jimmy, I thought they were a pretty solid team. They just needed a couple couple key pieces. And Jimmy Garoppolo is one of them. Now, the one knock I have is he's never led a team before. Now, a 5-0, and amazing start to his 49ers career. But all he's done is watch Tom Brady lead the franchise. So my question is to you, how do you think Jimmy Garoppolo will handle carrying a franchise in pressured situations, non-pressure situations, playoffs, and maybe even the Super Bowl. That was Let's Talk.